Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Bucks fans. Welcome back. It is Real Bucks Talk. I'm Michael Plus. Joined as always, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it was a, uh, a nice weekend, a holiday weekend. Uh, how's everything going? I know you're ready to talk some more Bucks football. Yeah, uh, my birthday went by. I'm older. I don't know if I'm wiser, but I'm older. Um, just a bunch of good things going on. Relaxing because I took my birthday off for the first time in like six years, so that's pretty good. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean. Let's go lightning, like everyone's talking about in the chat too. So that's gonna be a fun thing to discuss. Ho- hopefully, we don't keep talking before the puck puck drops. But right. other than that, always good to talk some Bucks football. How was your weekend? Uh, mine was great, and again, uh, happy birthday once again. It's uh, yeah, we're getting older, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was a very nice weekend. I relaxed myself, uh, just you know, hung out with my dog and watched a lot of uh, Marvel movies, which was awesome. So. Didn't do too much. Uh, watch that newest movie, uh, The Little Things, with Denzel Washington. That was a uh, that was a chur- that was like an intense. Um, didn't know what was going to happen at the end there. So, pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, excited to uh, you know talk some Bucks football. We're getting closer to training camp, guys. I know people are excited about that and preseason, and it's just going to have a different feel this year because you know there's only three games and you know, cuts are going to be sooner and there are a lot of be a lot of moving pieces that, you know, we're not aware of yet. Yeah. I mean, it's not just that it's like we mentioned in the last uh, live stream about how there's not going to be many fans there. It's just going to be season take holders. So it's going to be less congested, I guess in some fashions, that's a good thing. Uh, and some other ways, just those families that can't kind of make their whole trek with the whole family over there. Can't make it, but other than that, let's see how it goes. I, I'm anxious to get over there. Like we're season ticket holders, so we get to see this. Hopefully, we get to see the padded practices. That's the big excitement for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, other than that, let's jump into the hello guys in the chat. Always bring some questions, whatever you want. But let's just touch into some, I guess, quick little news that's in the Buccaneers news. It's all surrounding by Tom, Tom Brady. Everything is when it's Buck related. So let's <laughs> kind of jump in. <laughs> let's jump into those really quick. Okay. So yeah, Tom, he's going to be in his little golf, little competition thing with Phil, Phil Mickelson here. What do you think about that? I'm uh, that's, that, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. Again, another, you know, another battle against Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that, that goes. And, you know, it's always for a good cause. Um, so <laughs> it'll be, it'll be fun. I mean, fun to watch. I think it's on TV. Yeah. So Jack was saying pre, uh, Pre-show talking about, or is it Brooks Kopka? But yeah, it was a joke because Tom Brady made a meme about it. Mm. Okay, I get you. I got you now. But uh, <laughs> this is Bucks in the news, guys. This is what we're talking. So this is also something funny, which I'm invested in this stuff. So it's kind of funny to see Tom Brady getting into this. Tom Brady is in a crypto exchange. Like he, Him and his wife invested heavily into buying a crypto exchange. I know this is a football channel. It's just crazy to see your quarterback doing that into some little part of the world where people are like, this is still fake, blah, blah, blah. And then you have Tom Brady doing stuff like this. (laughs) It's funny to see. 
He sells it hard. I'll give him that. He's selling it hard. But uh, what do you think about old Tom Brady giving his his old trusty? I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to like Tom again. You, you know, he's playing golf for fun. He's trying to beat Aaron Rodgers as many times as he can. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just cool. Uh, you know, he's ultimate competitor. And, you know, as far as the Bitcoin goes, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's again, you you make wise investments. And I think he's he feels like he's doing so. Um, so, yeah, it should be should be fun. And guys, I apologize for the thunderstorms. If you hear that in the background, I got like a lightning going on so if i cut out we're just gonna blame mark <laughs> I'll, I'll keep going don't all worry right. <laughs> all right there's nothing on my side of town just yet yeah. i mean come on this is pure floridian tampanians we know this we, we this is almost like good we will invite it just stay away from the water plus that's about it yeah <laughs> uh but this is also something i kind of put out there because yeah in the middle of the off season or near the end of the off season, there isn't much to talk about besides our film studies we're doing. If you guys want to talk about that, let us know. But because of that, I kind of put out there asking you guys, like, what do you guys want to talk about? So I put that out in our community, uh, I guess, section of our YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, go, I mean, literally we're going to go over those questions right now. So let's go over there. Boom. So I just put like, give us some topics to go over, discuss in the live stream. So, I mean, looking at it, let's go to the, the bottom here. So it, this is the biggest one where a lot of people either love them, hate them. It's, it's like almost no in between kind of here. Yeah. Can Rojo be the third down back of the future? And I was like saying, we've touched on it before, but we'll address it today. So what do you think about that with Rojo? He says he, he wants Rojo news. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, Ronald Jones is one of the big, I think a big storyline this season because he's going into a contract year. Uh, again, he's fighting for playing time with Leonard Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what kind of steps he can take to be that consistent player uh, for this Bucks offense. I mean, we saw it last year at times where one mistake by Ronald Jones, it, it mean the end of his game. Like, that was it. Like, he didn't go back in. So, you know, is the coaching staff going to trust him more this season? It, it feels like they were trying to give him bigger roles down down the stretch. I mean, we know what he can do with running the football. Uh, and we saw, I don't know if you guys all saw, you know, in the current with the Buccaneers yeah, latest, ep latest episode, I mean, they showed his 100, what was 195-yard game against Car Carolina. So, you know, the dude has what it takes to be a good running back. It's just putting all those pieces together. And, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for he can be that guy because I'm a big fan of him. And, and I know at times I don't sound like it, but, yeah. you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I try to be realistic and, and show, you know, what the Bucks are thinking. And, you know, realistically, you know, hopefully he is back here for, not, you know, a few more years and can give us that that piece that we've all been wanting to have. Yeah, we're, we're massive Buck fans, but we also kind of see the business part of it. and probably years and years of addicting Madden playing franchise mode way too long into it, maybe 25 years in, maybe that kind of gets us a little obsessive over business decisions, but uh, uh, touching back on the, in the current thing, you mentioned how that Carolina game hit he went like insane in that game, yeah. but earlier in the game, he had a fumble. I mean, he had a fumble in the game and still it, usually Arians pulls a plug. Nope. You're not going back in. Still trusted him, and look what ended up happening. He has almost a 200-yard game, and that's the thing. As a runner, Rojo is that nasty. He is that good with the ball in his hands. He's fast. He can make you miss. His jump cuts are insane. We're going to get to his film study eventually. He's, he's coming down the pipeline. Don't worry, guys. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we are fans of Rojo. Do I think he is trusted to catch the ball? Absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's, he has to prove he can consistently and he just hasn't done that yet would i be upset if we let him go no i mean he's still on the team right now i mean i mean look over here backfield roles will be determined in training camp just bruce Arians saying he used both of them as starters but let's see let's see who actually wins it Fournette showed he can catch the ball so but he can't run the ball during the season he looked terrible running the ball everyone remembers the latest playoff lenny lombardi lenny but mm. during the season he was terrible yeah. About that. Who, who would win the starting position in your book? Yeah. I mean, if I had to have it my way, you know, ideally Rojo would be that guy. And, you know, I've always said, you know, I like Rojo's ability better as far as being that 
every down back, but if if Fournette for whatever reason can take his game to that playoff level, then you have something else there because I mean we know Leonard can catch the football as well. Like he's shown the ability to do it consistently. Um, so if he puts everything together, I mean it's hard to take him out of the game. Uh, and same thing with Keyshawn Vaughn. I mean we really haven't seen what Keyshawn Vaughn can do yet. I know he was just one of our latest film studies, and he's got a lot of potential, a lot of you know a lot of room to grow. And we feel like his vision and his ability as a runner is pretty good. Maybe not as explosive as Rojo is, but he can do a lot of things that this team needs, like as far as just being consistent. Um, so it'll be a fun battle uh, to see how they all you know pan out and who gets the ball more or who gets it in crunch time situations. Well, I'll say this again. So like you said, we haven't, he doesn't have the explosion Rojo has. Hey, if you're going to do that comparison based off of 40 time or whatever measurables like that, maybe, but like Rojo's first year, everyone thought he was a piece of crap, a waste of a pick. Yeah. Wow. Jason Light ruined it. What a second round pick waste, throw in the trash. Second year he comes out, he shows what he was. And it's, how will Keyshawn Vaughn take that jump just like Rojo did? Will he, will it be this head game is done? Now he just reacts. He had a better year than Rojo did. Let's be honest about that. His first year. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he, also, he's also older. He's older than Rojo. So, I think yeah, that, that comes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Rojo is only 20 coming into this league. So, I mean, he's just turning. Yeah. He's just turning 24, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, yeah. Keyshawn Vaughn's already, what, 25. So, just uh, it, it's crazy, um, you know, to see that. And, so it'll be fun. I think that's one of the most intriguing positions on this Bucks team. It, it really, if you think about it, really the only kind of question mark on on the offense. Um, everything else is pretty much, you know, set in stone. Uh, and and defensively, you you really don't have many question marks either, if at all. What do you mean on our defense? You mean? Yeah, like defensively, the the question marks are really not, you know, don't really have one right now. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm just more touched on Rojo mainly. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying overall, the, the running back position is like the one that stands out the most as far as... Who's the starter? You know, yeah, who's going to be that guy? Uh, who's going to come up and really take it? But again, it's like this NFL we're in today, there isn't really many true bell cows. That's right, yeah. Or there, usually get hurt. Look at last year, Saquon Barkley, Christian Every, McCaffrey. All of them. Or who's the other one that uh, got hurt? Zeke was hurt at times, so I want to say. Yeah, so it's like if you're a bell cow, you're gonna get hurt. I mean, yeah. imagine Devin White coming at you every snap of the game, you're gonna get hurt. I mean, you have these big guys coming at you, you got to distribute the load. I mean, yeah. it truly is bigger, stronger, faster now. But uh, I want to touch on a rod over here said crazy to see Rojo and USC compared to NFL Rojo. He was a great catch and run back. I don't think he had that many catches. No, just the ones he did have, he just took them to the house because he was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, if you if you heard our you know Max uh, Max Brown uh, you know interviews that we've had had him on the show twice now, I mean he he talks about Rojo and his struggles with catching the football. Um, you know, so that's that's been his uh, that's been his issues. I mean, kind of going into it, yeah. Like check check this out just for reference. Let's bring them in there. This is him at USC. He literally had 14 catches. That was the most he had in one year. Yeah, a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I, I guess when you don't have that many opportunities and you actually do catch them, it looks amazing. But when he has a high volume and Tom Brazen to get that ball out really fast, it hasn't really been that pretty, so to speak. But yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah and Bud, Bud makes a great point about Gio Bernard. Like, I haven't even talked about him. And it's like, you know, what is his role going to be? Um, you know, on this team and how, how much, how much of that role is going to be really expanded on. And, and, you know, I, I went on, I was on buck, what you heard last week. And we talked about, you know, and we talked about this, Mark, people being wide ass open. <laughs> you, you're going to see a lot of people wide open, especially the running backs, because defenses are going to have to play us in zone. They're going to have to drop back deep the, to cover, you know, the intermediate and the deep parts of the field. That's going to open up the short passing for the flats and running backs are going to have, you know, and we saw in the playoffs running backs were wide open pretty much every time, you know? So it'll be interesting to see how they utilize Bernard in that way, or even maybe like a Jalen Darden or, you know, Antonio Brown, who we've seen come out of the backfield and, and do things like that. It's 
it's again, I've said this multiple times over the offseason. It's going to be scary. And this is Brady's more knowledgeable in the system. He can make his checks at the line. Hopefully they continue that from the eight in a row, the playoff run where he's making checks way more play action. Imagine play action with a pass to the running back after everyone's like, Oh, bail out (laughs) 10, 15 yards back. And Oh, there's a wide open running back Fournette, Rojo, Gio, Keyshawn Vaughn. It doesn't matter. There's going to be holes all over. And then Scotty Miller over the top. It's, it's scary when you look at it that way, it truly is. I mean, you can't cover everyone. I mean, AB is going to be a full year here. And a lot of people forget about that. He had to learn again, adjust. He went from not playing anything, not even thinking he's going to make the, an NFL team to now always with Brady and and ready to make a playoff run. Yeah. Imagine him with 17 games. Crazy. One too many crazies, I guess. (laughs) No, uh, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's, it's going to be fun to just watch this team in, you know, the upcoming weeks as we get prepared for the, for the season and, you know, see what kind of things they got up their sleeves. I'm surprised Rojo talked that much, but let's kind of jump into our sponsor. Jump into Symbol, the stock market for sports, guys. I know you've heard us talk about them. They're exciting. It's a new concept. Cool. I mean, I'm getting family members into this, pluses into this. It's cool. I mean, check it out. What is it? How does it work? Find your favorite team. Buy your favorite teams, the strong dynasty up or the up and coming team. So like literally the Buccaneers, buy them. And what do you do? You win cash payouts once we win. Hopefully we go 17 and 0. You get 50 cents per share that you have of that team. Or you're going to look at the Bengals. Hopefully, Joe Burrow can make a huge uprise on the Bengals. Their price is low. You buy low, sell high. It's crazy. Trade teams like stocks, like I just said. Cool, awesome concept. It's just how fun and innovative things are getting nowadays. And if you want to learn more about it, just hit that play button. It's on YouTube. Everything is on YouTube. I mean, check it out. If you want to join, use our link down below. It's always good to help support the channel, help support us. Help us uh, be able to keep talking on this YouTube cho- uh, channel. But let's keep talking some Buck football. Uh, so I want to kind of touch on this too. Lightning going to sweep Montreal tonight. Back to back Stanley Cup. I saw the lightning bolt right there too. So they heard it. They heard yeah, it. It's trying to get me. But uh, yeah, the lightning, uh, I, I'm really confident. I think they're going to be back to back champions after tonight. So should be quite the celebration and, and, you know, Tampa thing that we have a hair, you know, hurricane or tropical storm on the way. So it's like, just makes it, makes it uh, what it is. And it's, oh. it's pretty awesome. Did you hear this crap about the, the mayor saying, Oh no, they should lose so they can win it over here. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I don't know if she said they should lose, but I think she was ma- mentioning like, Oh, it'd be better if they could win it here. Yeah. Implying I, they lose. Dude. No, no, you, you, you <laughs> When you have the chance to go for the, the for the uh, juggler, you go for the juggler, and I think that's what the Lightning are going to do tonight. I mean, they smell blood, right? That's what you need to do. You can't allow them to get back into it because didn't they come back from three zero against the Maple Leafs? Three uh, one. So I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, Close. you don't want you don't want to give any momentum to the other team. You oh, just no. want to you want to knock them out when they're down and keep them down. And I I hope the Bucks are taking notes. Because yeah. they can honestly be doing this too. I mean, let's. I don't know if we've talked about it enough on this channel, but we can yeah. honestly push to that. Oh yeah, I mean, and I know you know it's it's still early because we got a lot of things that have to take place. But if we look at all the rosters in the NFL right now, I mean, it's safe to safe to bet that Tampa Bay is probably not you know probably the strongest roster right now on paper. I yeah. think most would agree. So if you take that and, and we have the right mindset and it, we, we focus on, you know, process, you know, process over, you know, just taking that and, and putting it into a daily thing and, and keeping on track, we should be okay. Absolutely. Uh, so this is kind of jumping over to a couple questions because it's actually in the chat to here. So Ellis Hawk, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Let me know if it's not. Bucks have the best wide receiver core in the league. Not even a question. I think he's talking about running the ball, stuff like that, or what you should do. Elaborate a little bit more if you're if I'm wrong or not. But no, this you're. Oh no, I was talking to mention him in the in the chat. Oh, this okay. Adds to the question in our community post. So check this out over here. Boom. What do we got? Analysis of which wide receivers will be on the team this coming season. Uh, so I said tune in on the, on the live. So what do we see? 
strongest core, who are the, the ones to make the team then? In your yeah, opinion. I mean, yeah, we, we talked about, that's what I was trying to say. Process over outcome, work over hope. But uh, yeah, looking at, looking at the receivers right now, I mean, we, I think we touched on this. I think one through six is pretty much a lock. You got Evans, Godwin, uh, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden. I think those are going to be your guys. Um, you know, obviously the one with the toughest battle, I think is like five through seven. So you look at Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden, Justin Watson, and maybe a couple others from that, you know, J- um, Jalen Mickens, maybe. So all those guys are battling pretty much for one, you know, one to two spots. Uh, and really Tyler Johnson, I think it's going to depend on just the special teams work because he's definitely going to have to play special teams uh, this season. But I, I feel like his potential is just too much that you can't let him go. So he's going to be on the team. So you think you're thinking seven they keep? No, no, no. I think just, just from a positional battle, um, like five through five and six are going to be up. Like that's going to be your battle, you know, depending on how many they keep. I think they keep six. Uh, but I think it's just going to be, it's going to be a, a fun position battle to watch. It's going to be really tight. It's yeah, so pretty much, if you think about it, the position battle is between Darden and Watson. I'm pretty sure Darden's going to make that. Yeah. Is Darden, that- Watson, Mickens. I think that is like your final, those are like the top three for the last spot. Or Mickens. Then, yeah. Because I mean, look, just a numbers game. You have mm-hmm. Evans, you have Chris Godwin. You have Antonio Brown. There's three or shoe in. Scott Miller, Scotty Miller, shoe in. That's four. Tyler Johnson, based off of what he's been doing, that's five. Jalen Darden, you just traded up for him. That's six. So you're saying it has to at bare minimum be six. So you're saying it has to be seven then, right? No, or- no, it doesn't have to be seven. I'm just saying those guys are in the mix for that last spot. So I, I think six is going to be your your final number. Well, I think I just named your six then. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the the first six guys are they're pretty much lock. I mean, I don't see any surprises there unless one of them just falls off completely. But I don't see that happening. So, or I mean, we don't want to talk about it, but dare I say, an injury happens, they have to be put on, yeah, uh, the pup list or the long IR, mm-hmm. and one of these other guys do jump up. You never know. This is the NFL. You never know. Not for yeah. long. Injuries happen. Just happen. That's, that's why it's great to have so much depth that we do, you know, because if one of these top guys go down, you still have a, a number one receiver, Antonio Brown, that can, you know, take over for a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin. So it's it's really fun. <laughs> Jack, looking out the window for lightning here in Maine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll probably hear it in plus his uh, microphone a lot more than mine. I haven't heard anything just yet. So I guess I'm in a good position. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, sure if, if you guys watch the replay, you'll see lightning flashes go behind me. So it's pretty cool. That's a good sign. Good, good sign. Uh, let's keep going down. So German English, he's actually in the chat. Let's go over your question. Can we get a film study of Bruce Arians? His past till now he has a great success story. He's coached on a lot of Super Bowl teams. His ability to bring in legends like Tom Moore to giving new hired coaches an opportunity. He's a great manager. So I kind of touched on, yeah, thinking where we can actually make a video on that, but you were saying let's make a, I guess, formal live stream about it. So I guess, I guess give me your best sell of Bruce Arians, the coach or the, the man, I guess, great leader. Yeah. BA, uh, I think it's always been a, a really good coach. Um, you know, he's been a part of some, some really, you know, just great individual talents. Uh, he's been blessed to have, you know, guys like, you know, being able to work with Peyton Manning, uh, Andrew Luck, you know, Carson Palmer. The, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Tom Brady. So yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, he's worked with a lot of great quarterbacks. Uh, Winston. James Winston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he just keeps going. <laughs> but I mean, you look at his, his past, I mean, obviously being able to work with Bear Bryant, you know, legendary coach and himself and, you know, working at Alabama and then, you know, going on to Temple and, and forming great relationships there, obviously coaching with, you know, Todd Bowles and coaching him as a player and then making him a coach and all these guys. I mean, Tom Moore, um, you know, making what he's he's what what he's doing with Byron Leftwich, I think is very impressive. Just the way he is developing him and you hope that 
development continues. I mean, what we saw the last eight weeks of the season, we hope that is going to be the new norm and we're going to see play action out of the wazoo weekly. It's going to be awesome. So yeah, BA, I think is just a, a really good person. Uh, he doesn't care about, you know, what other people think, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's true. I mean, he did get seven wins. So, Hey, um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, BA, I just, what he's doing with the, the, the big staff that he has and the inclusive of, you know, bringing in women into the sport as well. And the diversity that he just brings, uh, is really cool. So he's a trendsetter. You know, obviously with the hats that he wears, that's, you know, that's cool as well. So he's, he's very, like Jason Light said, he's the coolest coach in the league. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy that he's our coach and I can't wait to see, you know, what happens down the road. And a man that can call himself sexy. I mean, that's something he's telling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, touching even more on that, I like how he has that record and he's cocky enough to say it that Virginia Tech, he has more rushing touchdowns than Michael Vick. That's hilarious in itself. Uh, and it's also, what he did once Chuck Pagano went down or not went down, just got yeah, diagnosed with cancer, takes over the team. He's literally, he didn't take that for, this is my opportunity. Then he literally kept it on Pagano. He's like, no, we got to do this for him. This is his team. I'm, I'm just trying to guide you to what he would have done. He didn't literally take any like a thing away from this is my show. Now it was still like, that's heartfelt. That's, that's a leader in himself right there. And then that's during the, rookie season of Andrew Luck. That is crazy to, yeah. to think about. And then two-time coach of the year, I believe. I mean, the, there's not many things he doesn't have as accolades for a head coach or just coach in general. Like you just said, like innovative, getting women into the league. Mm -hmm. um, and the time that we're in right now, literally all of his assistants are all black, just about, or, or at least the, the top offensive, defensive, and special teams. Mm -hmm. And where in times where they're, they came to get in an interview, he's like, no, hell no. These are my guys. These guys I trust. They know the system. I work with them. And it's so simple. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy to think in a time where we're in, it's, he just sees it how it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. And yeah. more and one more innovation just, and we've touched on it before the amount of fields, multiple different fields with that giant coaching staff, I guarantee you're going to see more, teams doing that, opening it up and being like, holy crap, why haven't we been doing this in the first place? It's mm -hmm. simple, simple, but let's see. They'll catch yeah. on. Yeah. I was just going to add, like, he's just, again, very honest. Like if he says, if he, you know, says something, he means it. Um, obviously we saw that at the boat parade where he said, you're coming back, you're coming back, you're coming back. And, uh, he's a little drunk too, not to mention. Yeah. But I mean, they, they, kept his word i mean he, he he stood he stood by it and he brought everyone back so you know that's just pretty fun to see and you know him with the media is always a, a highlight because he just he says things that you know either gets you just pumped up or it's like you know it's just funny and uh you know he's straight arrow a very straight arrow so you got to respect that i think the players respect it and they play hard for him well he'll he'll also lie to the media to help out the players too oh true yeah I mean, no, no doubt you have to, you can't be yeah. honest a hundred percent of the time, but you know, it's just, you can tell when he is lying and when he's not, you know, it's pretty funny. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says it with a straight face. He doesn't joke around. Right. But Hey, so I guess that was our little sale on Bruce Arians. I, mean, I can't wait. I hope it is a, a repeat just like the lightning should do tonight. Hopefully. Well, let's keep going down the line. And guys, if you guys in the, in the chat, let us know if you guys have any questions. It's not just over here. We want to see everything. And, and please hit the like button down below. Help us help support the channel. Let us know how you feel about everything we're talking about. Is it good or is it crap? Let us know. <laughs> uh, let's touch on this. So I guess Danny Danilo kind of touched more on how we we're talking last week about the play calling. Let's jump into that. The depth of the talent. On offense gives Arians the ability to morph and attack every week, every week's opponent weaknesses and exploit them. But the only works if Arians doesn't stubbornly and foolishly, right after we talk good about Arians, <laughs> foolishly stick to a predictable scheme as he is known to do. The Pats would look at each game, individual chess match, setting up their opponent first half or kill shots in the second half. Tom 
Tom's clutchness in the fourth would carry them to victories, even though they were less talented a lot of the contest and had no right winning. So here's Danny kind of getting a little not angry, but I guess it is something he did do a lot, like consistently running the ball on first down early in games, and then it would skew later in the second half because we were down and we'd have to pass a lot more. So people would say, look at the numbers. Well, <laughs> flat out, he would run a lot too much, and it would be too scripted too much at times. People would get understanding of that. They changed everything after the bye. So we kind of touched on that. Right. I guess elaborate a little bit more on what he's talking about, about this ability to morph an attack instead of being pre- predictable. Yeah, I think, you know, especially in the first half of the season, we we saw a lot of uh, conservative, you know, play calling, especially in the beginning of the games. Uh, there were, you know, there was times where they show something and it's like, okay, we can do this. We can be more aggressive. It, it works. Um, but, you know, week in, week out, they're really sticking to their theme of, you know, running the football and, you know, playing it safe with Tom Brady. And I think that could be just a part of, you know, Tom learning the offense, the offense learning Tom. Uh, you know, also receivers and, you know, quarterbacking on the same page, because as we saw, you know, in the current, you know, the quarterback and the receiver, they have to read the defense the same because the yeah. receiver has the ability to adjust his route based on what the defense is presenting. And that has to be the timing on that has to be really crisp. I mean, we saw it, you know, against the Saints. You mean? Yeah, same connection. I mean, we saw it against the Saints in week one where Mike is supposed to run more of a, a dig and he ran the post instead, you know, and that led to an interception. So, um, you know, things like that have to be on the same page. I, and I don't know if that, maybe that does go into the play calling. Uh, so, you know, and then once they figured it out, we saw in the last eight weeks, they were on fire. I mean, they, they knew what they were doing. Um, so yeah, to Danny's point, I can understand where there is some, I guess, skepticism because, you know, are we going to see that same thing from the coaching staff? Are they going to get out of their own way and really just call the game how it should be called? Uh, you know, that remains to be seen. I think they will be fine. You know, I think they understand Tom now. Tom's going to have more control with the no huddle, and I think that's going to be really fun to see. Yeah, because Danny also put a link of Peter Report's analysis. They did it like a couple days after we did. And they also mentioned how, yeah, it's Tom learning the offense, learning to – see what wide receivers are going to do once they're off the snap. When they have a read, are they going to read it like how he does, or are they going to read it a certain way? So a lot of that's getting the cues together, but they mentioned how on hot reads, they'd be off on that because the wide receiver wouldn't run the right thing, or and that's because of the pressure. I mean, when they would send pressure, we would be terrible because Tom Brady and the wide receiver aren't connected. That comes with timing. That comes with experience. I mean, working together as a continuity. I mean, that's, that's part of football. You gotta be, you can't just throw together a bunch of people and say, this is a dream team and you're going to win immediately. It's still the other guys on the other side of the field are going to force their issue as well. So I think a lot of it is it's only going to get better with time and the more they practice, the better they're going to get. And I mean, Tom is literally the most endless worker there is. I, I just think all those little, mishaps early on will get fixed. I mean, you didn't even see that many out routes later on in the season yeah, because I mean, after just watching. <laughs> well, not just that. I mean, that the play action started working nonstop. When they did do an out route, it was with the play action. It was a great out route. I remember the Packers game, he did that. So it's just using it smarter, not harder. <laughs> but um, some good questions in the chat. Uh, Bud Cannibal says, do you guys think this is Brady's last season? Take it, boss. Oh, uh, no, I, I think he'll play one more. Um, but again, I mean, <laughs> it's up in the air. I mean, he is, you know, he's 44. Um, but I, I do think, you know, if we do win the Super Bowl this year, uh, I, I think he'll come back for that last year of his contract for 45 and, uh, and finish out that way. I'm going to say this. I'm never going to doubt him ever. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've hated him because he's on another team and I hate him because he won so much. Now he's here. I'm hoping that continues forever. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm hoping they were, they weren't joking about that 50 year old thing, but I don't think it's his last season, especially if he hasn't 
If, is he, if he doesn't look like Drew Brees did last year, I think he's going to stay in the game. Yeah. I think his arm's still alive. He's still – you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, his arm's still alive. He's – I mean, second year in Bruce Arian's system is usually an even bigger jump. All those Jameis Winston fans said, why are you going to get rid of him? This is the year he's going to – trajectory is going to go up. Imagine what Tom Brady's going to look like when he just threw 40 touchdowns in the first year of his system. With 17 games now. I mean, right. do you think he's going to want to go out after another monster game? Maybe. Maybe he's going to be like, you know what? I just blew out every damn record. He's pretty much going to take every record this year. So we'll see. I, mean, I hope he doesn't. I hope he just continues to say, oh, this game's almost getting easier because I have so many weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really could be that way because, I mean, we saw as weekend, you know, week went on, he just got the ball out faster and faster and faster. And I, I think that's going to continue. I mean, Chris Godwin already, already talked about, you know, um, you know, the time, the timing is just on, on point, like it's getting better and better. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to, uh, to watch him uh, as this offense grows and the capabilities are endless. Uh, so it's going to be really fun. It, it's he's so different. You never know. I mean, he may want to leave on top of everything. You know what? Yeah, what else? for sure, for sure. Right? And I think it also depends on like the hits he takes. You know how how how's the protection this year? Which I think will be fine. Um, you know, and how is his body after another year? Again, we just never know when that father time's going to come. I mean, it can come in a blink of an eye. I mean, we saw it with you know Drew Brees, and his arm just went just down i mean it just went gone i mean we're kind of seeing with cam newton but again these are different guys they've taken more i think yeah. more hits um on their bodies they've had more injuries with their arms and stuff so you know tom is uh i think with the things he's doing with the tb12 method is just breaking ground and it really keeps his body in great shape and it, it truly is like the guy like i said he's the the curious case of benjamin button I mean, the guy gets younger as he gets older I mean, you look at his photo right now and tell me he doesn't look 28 years old. Like, guy doesn't look 45. I mean, he looks young. So he looks younger than me? Shit. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, I'm the guy. Older. Shit. <laughs> Coloring my, my hairline again. <laughs> yeah, so. man. I mean, dude looks good, man. I mean, he just, just gets better with age, I guess. Fine wine. Yep. I mean, I guess one other thing I want to touch on, if it is that much easier for him, I mean, where he can make reads so much faster because he has that continuity, it's going to be hard for him to say, you know what, why? Why why bother? If it is easier, why have these weapons? Why should I leave it? Maybe his wife does have the last say. You never know. <laughs> uh, let's keep going on. So, Oddson M8 said, could you see us having an entirely new running back room next season? Yeah, I, I've touched on this before. I, I think it could be not entirely. Uh, Sean would be there. Yeah, I've been just saying. I think Keyshawn could be your your guy next year, and maybe one of Rojo or Leonard Fournette come back. Uh, just have to wait and see. But yeah, it definitely could be new. They could draft another running back as the the running back draft class for next year is much stronger uh, than it was last year. So yeah, there definitely could be uh, some investment there for sure. I I think it. Honestly, besides Keyshawn Vaughn, it could be all all new, right. to be honest. I mean, looking players wanting money, players wanting more notoriety, considering how many guys are in this room. Maybe Gio well, maybe Gio stays. I can see him staying. But depending on how good of a season he has, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. It it could honestly be entirely new and Keyshawn Vaughn could literally take the reins and just run with it. Uh, Jack Jackson here depends on depends. I watched Brady's first season with New England again last night. The whole season, my man, <laughs> I was wearing a brace, wearing a knee brace. The other teams will target his knee this year. Well, it's not like he doesn't have a target on his back every every game. Yeah. He's yeah. he's already been called the goat for years now. Right. I don't think people every, whenever they ask a, a defensive end who they want to face when they Tom get in the Tom Brady. Even saw, yeah, we saw Chase Young in his comments. Yeah. <laughs> he uh he got a rude awakening, but uh <laughs> yeah. Dobbin Smith shut him up. Is that what it says? Or Tom Brady got rid of the ball too fast? Well, no, Dobbin Smith shut him up, but uh 
Donovan yeah. Smith's a good left tackle, guys. We're going to keep on saying it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Brady's always going to be a target. Okay. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Brady's always going to be a target for other teams. So, yeah, he, he knows this. He'll be prepared. Yeah. It, Brady's in a, everyone's wanting to be him or wanting to take him out. Those are the, it's, when you're at the top, that's what happens. So it's not like we're going to be able to get around to like the Giants game last year. That won't be able to happen. That's going to be every game. Everyone's going to see us as, oh, that's the champ. Let's take down the champ. Mm-hmm. So these people or fans are like, oh, 17-0 is going to be so easy with the roster we have. No, there's no – it's <laughs> top of the line, best effort when you face Tom Brady and you know this team that you're facing is a champions. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to show out because, again, all the national televised games we have again. So it's not going to be easy, I'll say that, but it is possible. Anything's possible, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean uh- – it's a great time to be in Tampa Bay. Say that. Yeah. But Jack, <laughs> I got to give you credit. Watching the whole season, mom, in the rookie season, you got to go. Is that even in NFL uh, Game Pass? He has to have his own by his VHS tapes. He's got DVR. <laughs> Jack, happy belated birthday! I saw it was your birthday. I believe it was the fourth, fourth or third. I remember him saying in the chat in the comments, well, "Happy belated, my man." <laughs> They've been targeting his league for 21 years. That's true. They have. Yeah. All right, but let's keep going. German English said, I could see Arians bringing in David Johnson at some point when players leave, etc. He likes veterans. He drafted him. He catches everything. I don't know how long DJ will be in Houston. Uh, I think DJ just signed a contract extension, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he's going to be there for a while. We'll see. But yeah, I agree with that as far as the point. He likes to bring in his guys that he knows. Yeah, for sure. You never, you never know. I mean, it could be. Why the hell they did they did that trade? I still don't know. <laughs> it just makes no sense. I don't even want to get into it. That's how yeah. dumb. It is. Yeah. Uh, but actually, with the time we have, any more questions in there, guys? Put it in there. Plus, let's actually roll out. We're going to attempt this, guys. This is our new little rollout of something. If you guys are in the chat, you're here live, we're going to roll it out to you guys since you guys are most honorable, most dedicated. We're going to try a call-in. So check out our number down below, call-in number, 813-485-4446. If you want to chat with Mike and Mark on the Real Bucks Talk, give us a call. Let us, And it's going to be like a little entry thing. You have to state your name. and then. It comes over to me and I will let you in, but let us know how you, any conversation you want to talk about. Uh, Oh, Bud Campbell wants to know the, the lightning prediction. Huh? Uh, yeah. I think it'd be a, a shutout for the lightning. I'm going to go three Oh, I remember you saying that in the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause Vassy in elimination games is insane. He's unstoppable. He gets shutouts. Yeah. He gets shutouts. So. I hope he still has that that crazy look in his eye, like you mentioned. He looks up in the sky. Was that in the what the buck or no? Uh, That's a uh, Queen's Gambit. No, I think I think you were mentioning it in uh, Buck What You Heard podcast. Yeah, was a, yeah. Was on that. Yeah, it's from the show Queen's Gambit. Uh, the girl in the show always looked up at the ceiling to visualize the games that she would play, and you know I, I think Vasi does the same thing before the game. You know, he looks up at the ceiling before each one and just knows he's going to dominate. You visualize and you attack. Yeah. Visualize and you attack. That's what he does. <laughs> it's been working. I'll say that. And I agree with you. Just the blood's in the water. You don't want to give this team any hope. Take it away. Like mm-hmm. they've tried all they could. Bud Campbell says five to two. German English says four to one. Okay. I like it. Oh, love all this stuff. And I'm glad all these Tampa fans are all over. It's not just Buccaneers, it's also the Lightning. I like how they're actually integrating together. Like Tom Brady was out there, OJ saying stuff, Cam Brate. Everyone's kind of hyping each other up. So kind of pushing each other. Even like our playoff run. Who was at the game? Uh, I think Kalorn, Cooch, Somkos, they were all at the games too during the last season. Are you talking about Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, I mean, I love how this I – mean, it's community building. It's community building. We may have something in the works later down the road. So – I'm all about this community and getting everyone together. 
Uh, I was really just hoping I went to the same high school as David Johnson. Really? That's cool. Hey, how old is David Johnson now, though? He's uh, in his 30s. He's on the wrong side. Uh, he's on. He's around our age, I think. Yeah, I, I haven't been playing football for 10 years, though. <laughs> I, I mean, my, can imagine how I, I can. I know how I feel right now. 32. Yeah. I can't imagine how I would feel. I know I'd have the best trainers, the best diet, the best everything, but still you're getting run into yeah, every car, car crashes, right? Yeah. Literally every down. Yeah. I can't imagine what, the, what Tom Brady feels like, let alone like David Johnson or any one of these running backs that make it that long. Right. I wonder why Barry Sanders retired early. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so more me. Let's let's see what what conversations I want to talk about. I know I said business. We think of things as a business decision mm-hmm. when it comes to the box. I think I think this is honestly both of us, but I'm gonna say it out loud. The only guy I am literally attached to on this team, besides Tom Brady, Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, we called for him to be picked by the Bucks. We literally infatuated by his ability on the field. And literally what he does for this defense, he is the heartbeat. He is what makes it go. I think if there's one guy I think is just crucial with this team, extreme value and guy I just would hate to see go, Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. What would you say is yours, or would you agree? Yeah, Vita Vea is one of them. Uh, I, I just feel like he's just such a key piece to the defense. He does everything. Uh, and, yeah, like you said, he was our guy. I wrote an article about him be- way before the draft, and – we pretty much had it pinpoint as him being a, a target. I was saying pretty much the whole draft process. It was either him or Quentin Nelson. Nelson went six, so they decided to trade down because that was their guy to begin with. And then they traded down and still got Vita Vea, um, you know, at twelve. And it was a it was a great pick. Um, so yeah, other than Vita, yeah, I mean, really elaborate, yeah. Jack. Yeah, Sue is yeah, that's a good one too. But again, he's on the backer. We try, know. guys. Come on, give us the ball. <laughs> he's on the back half of his career, but uh yeah, I mean I would probably say offense. I would say I would hate to see um Mike Evans leave. I don't yeah. think he's I don't think he's going to. Uh I think he'll be here for hopefully his whole career. But he's a guy that he just embraces Tampa Bay so much. I mean, he he's he's that guy. And he's such a low key down to earth. Superstar, let's be honest. And I, I was kind of touching on this with someone commented on his uh, on his film study we did, mm-hmm. how he's so underrated, but he's still so good. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you never hear him ranked in the top five in wide receivers ever. You'll right. consistently see Julio Jones. You'll consistently see what Andre Hopkins. And it's like Mike Evans has done this year after year with trash quarterbacks. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe it was too soon, but <laughs> he's done it with not a great quarterback. Now, again, now imagine full year of Tom Brady. What year is he going to have? It's crazy. I, I I can't wait to see. Hopefully he busts on the scene. They're like, holy crap, this Mike Evans guy. He's been doing this for seven years. What? How? <laughs> oh. But why? <laughs> I mean, he is that damn good to me. I, it's It's not just his size speed combination it's how he can use that size and speed how he manipulates his routes how he sells he's gonna go deep no he's cutting back it's gonna mm-hmm. it's insane for a guy that big so it's people just see big size they don't just see what he's doing before he catches the ball which is the best part yeah like you always say don't watch the ball yeah don't follow the football and you'll enjoy football that much more it's crazy uh Let's see. German English said, will we be able to afford what Vita Vea's contract will cost? It's going to be hefty. <laughs> yeah. Hefty. We'll, we'll, we'll be able, we'll be able to afford him because again, he's, he's a guy that's not going to put up, you know, outrageous numbers and, and nose tackles really don't get, you know, they don't get a high market. Um, but sure. I mean, he'll still demand some dollars, but I think we'll be able to give him a nice contract for his, for his second one in Tampa. And how the hell do we get all the contracts under the salary cap this year? Let's be honest. Find find a way. Yeah. So next year, that Jason Light, Greenberg, they'll find ways. They'll find ways to get it. 
in there. And again, like we mentioned, Mike, Mike Evans, three. Oh, here's another couple million. There you go. Pay it some other time, but here, I want to stay the team together. I want to win championships. I want to rather win than worry about getting my name up in fame. Yes. Mike Evans forever, please. Bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's the reason why I like Sue. (laughs) Good friend of mine. (laughs) Chief Dave from Cameroon. Sue reminds me of him. I mean, Sue's only been here, what, two years now? It's only been two years? Yeah. Yeah, two seasons. Yep. Yep. Going into his third now. I mean, what do you all think about his contribution to William Golson? I mean, some people were saying, oh, like how William Golson's grown so much. I feel like William Golson made that jump after Sue. Before that, it was always teeter tottering. Do we release this guy? Does he, is he doing enough to stay? I feel like the two years he's been here, William Golson's just night and day different. Do you, do you see that? William Golson, yeah. I mean, we've we done the film study. He yeah. obviously has, he took his game to another level last year. I think it, it jumped in 2019 and then it took another leap again in 2020. So, yeah, the dude definitely has a different mindset. Uh, he's just full go. You can see he's having a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I think, you know, previous years, it just didn't seem like anything was really clicking for him, uh, even though he was putting up some numbers. I mean, obviously, he had a great year in 2016 with with Dirk Cutter as a full-time starter. Um, but, you know, there's some things that kind of went inconsistent with him. But now it just feels like every time he's out there, He's really just knowing what he has to do and doing his job at, you know, on every down. And it's just full go nonstop, which is really nice uh, to see. I mean, what I like most is like he's showing more of his personality and his attitude. It's like, oh, it's coming out in his game. Right. It would, I think Sue just said, you know what? Be excited you made a play. Even if it's a one, even if it's a tackle, if you yeah. made a play, you contributed to play, get excited. I mean, you never know. Like, right. so he's putting his heart out there on the line before you never saw him celebrate that much. I like how he continues to finish a play and then he'll show it. I put in that effort. I made that play. I can, even if he didn't make the tackle, he just pushed someone back and someone else made the play because he opened it up. <laughs> yeah. He's out there like doing his weird little dances or his, what is that little thing? He does like that. And like, what the hell is that? Uh, yeah. And, and speaking of speaking of Sue, I, I think it was also good. I don't, if you guys again watch the latest in the current with Tristan Wirfs and Sue getting into yeah. a fight, and like Sue's saying, like he's just so nice. Like if he could just find a way to become that that killer instinct and be that finisher, like the potential is unlimited. Uh, so you got to feel like Sue is going to bring that out of him and, and find a way to get Wirfs to flip that switch and be more nasty. And that's going to be fun to watch, especially if that comes true. Well, I mean, it's, I hope he does. I hope, uh, yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. But Tristan Wirfs, is this like the Joe McCoy thing? Is he too nice? No. I mean, Tristan Wirfs literally balls out and will humiliate guys at some points. Yeah. So, I mean, he shut out Joey Bosa. Oh, no. Yeah, Joey Bosa, not Mm -hmm. Nick. So, I mean, it's. You know, I didn't hear anyone complain about Tristan Wirfs' effort, ability, or Tom Brady's. Oh, now it's his right side. Oops, like, be careful. Now it, it was crazy that a rookie had that that influence. Right. Let you touch a little bit more on that. No, I just yeah, I feel like Tristan is going to be a stud, and and just back to Indomitian Sue, I just feel like that leadership is really carrying over to a lot of these players that are younger or, you know, just trying to find, you know, find their game. So that's, that's pretty cool. All right. Quiet, unassuming, serious thinker, zero ego. Assuming is being Sue. Sue. And he's very intellectual, I guess I'll say, or good with Mm -hmm. his words. He just very business like with everything he does, even though when he's on the field, he's nasty. He's disgusting. He, Again, another player where you hate him if you're the opposing team. You hate him because you're like, you know he's going to do a dirty move. He's going to stomp on someone. He's going to play dirty after the whistle. But when he's on your team, holy hell, do you fight for that guy yeah. and know what he brings. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. And the size of the man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, but 
Now, I was looking at his William Golson stats. You were mentioning what year was he a starter? Uh, well, yeah, 20, 2016 was one of his better seasons, or 2015, actually. 2015 was really good, and then he, he backed it up in 2016 as well, so had some, some good numbers there, but yeah, what he did last season and a limited role, I mean, he just, he really pushed the envelope and really did, did an amazing job. And he's another guy who's been here a while and he's, he's going to be 30 this year. It just feels like he's been here so damn long. That's a good thing though. That is a very good thing. Uh, I guess that we got like five more minutes. Any other Sue's a Cameroon is a Cameroonian. Cameroonian, I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess that's where, he, where he's from. He's cleaned up a lot since on the bus. I wouldn't necessarily cleaned up a lot. He still does like not dirty plays, but literally playing through the whistle. I guess we'll say it's not deliberate. He still has late hits. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest about that. It's just he turns it on. Like once he steps foot on the field, he ain't taking crap for nobody. And it's yeah. like I he think said. Over- they say he's the bully or he's the top dog in the, in the yeah. current, he said. Yeah, top dog. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I think his attitude has definitely gotten better. I think he's matured more. I think he's become more professional. But as far as his stats and numbers, I think those have been pretty much consistent throughout his whole career. Uh, he's just been a really stud player where when it comes to the run, you know, obviously in the past rush game, you know, he's been a factor. So, yeah, he's a, he's a guy that you can always uh, count on. He, he never misses games either. So, that's, yeah. you know, it's just always out there. Best ability is availability. Correct. And damn, is he available? <laughs> and there's another thing about availability. So Bruce Arians brought in a physical therapist to be on his staff. It's like this never ending staff right. where he's like, no, bring out the checkbook. We need a couple more, a couple more dollars. Mm-hmm. And that, that's only going to benefit your team. I mean, you're building not just players, good people, but you're trying to make sure they stay on the field the best at their ability, not just in a meathead way, but in a literally ergonomically correct and postural way. If your muscles are working correctly. You're not, you're more likely not to get hurt that way. Uh, German English said, Tristan Wirfs will be special. All pro. Probably one of the strongest on the line is junior year. He set the Hawkeye weight room record for Hank clean with four reps, four fifty. Brandon Sheriff had it. You're not lying. It is that disgusting. Yeah, he's really um, good. I mean, to me, our biggest knock on Tristan Wirfs was his pass blocking ability early on. I don't know what they were ch- showing him at Iowa, but literally our coaches here cleaned it up quick. Yeah, his his stunt game was not good coming out of college. Early on, it wasn't that good. And then you just saw as the season went on, he learned so fast. And it's crazy. He's learning that fast and getting that good at the NFL level. Athletic ability was never a problem. I mean, he tested like the best in every category. So it was never the issue. It was just more playing style. Can he get his butt low? Can he win with leverage? He solved it in like eight games. And the last eight games was just incredible. So yeah, I hope he is that all pro special type of player. Oh yeah. It, it helps going up against JPP and Shaq Barrett in practice. So that definitely uh, speeded up the learning curve, you know, and obviously going up against and and Sue and their little fight yeah. that they had. So yeah, it grew up fast. Welcome to the league. <laughs> I, I mean, again, not just Sue, you have Vita, Vita Vea, Dominic, like Shaq Barrett, JPP, all yeah. the above. So it is crazy. <laughs> I guess let's, let's bring him in real quick. Come oh, okay. Baby making an appearance. Here we go. Quick appearance. Oh, light went out. <laughs> Brady, Brady, Brady. <laughs> All right. Well, more good luck charm before the, the lightning play today, tonight. What's up, little Brady? Ben, the best good luck charm. BA. For the Bucks. This is literally BA. This is BA. Yep. And he's in his Bucks outfit. We need to get a lightning outfit for him, too. Yeah. But the big boy's going to be rooting for them tonight. But he's going to be sleeping throughout it. I'm sorry. I can't stay up. <laughs> but, yay. That's awesome. Say your hello. Say your goodbye. All right. Go back to mama. <laughs> <laughs>
He's a good boy. <laughs> Little Brady. All right. Uh, what? Starting quarterback for the Bucks in the future. Uh, more like a left tackle. That dude's big. <laughs> Taking over for Donovan Smith. <laughs> That's true, right? Yep. That's true. Well, let, let's see if Mama allows it. We'll see. <laughs> Mama's always right. It's not. Don't judge. Yeah. Don't doubt that. It's gonna be an astronaut. <laughs> I hope, hope the brains, the smarts. Yeah. Other than that, guys, let's let's call it now. Get ready for that lightning game. Hopefully, bolts will strike yet again, over and over and over. We get this, yet another Stanley Cup, and hopefully another. Let's see if they throw it onto another boat this time. Try one <laughs> right. up the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Mark said, let's uh, let's enjoy the game tonight again. Go bolts! Uh, thank you all in the chat, all the uh, comments and, and questions that you guys brought. Much appreciated. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Uh, also, subscribe if you haven't. Always thank you. We appreciate all this support for the channel. And with that said, until the next one, go Bucks.